0: It is resurrection day. Thank God that he got up on the third day. The third day is powerful from Genesis to Revelation. The Bible says Joshua sat on one side of the Jordan until the third day, then he passed over. Genesis chapter 1 verse 9 says, On the third day God rolled back the waters and he called forth the dry land. It's on the third day that we begin to see things that we've never seen before. It's on the third day that things that have been hidden are suddenly revealed. And when you go to Luke chapter 24, verse 1, the Bible says, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the grave bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others were with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the grave. And they entered in, but they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Verse 5, Luke 24. And as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said unto them, the men spoke to the women and said, why seek ye the living among the dead? You're looking in the wrong place. He is not here, but he is risen. Now watch this, remember how he spoke to you when he was in Galilee. He said the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. But on the third day, he will rise again. And verse eight says, and they remembered his words. I'm gonna take our text today from verse six of Luke 24. He is not here But he is risen. Now watch this. Remember how he spoke to you when he was in Galilee. Father, we thank you for this word. For the next few moments of time, we ask you for an anointing that breaks the yoke. We break every generational curse and dismiss every generational spirit. And we say, Lord, speak to the people wherever they are watching this, even now, in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Verse 6, remember how he spoke to you. Think about this. On, These ladies are here. They're perplexed. They are afraid. Their heads are bowed. And the angel spoke to them and said, remember how he spoke to you when he was in Galilee. Yeah. Notice this. They do not say remember what he said. Wow. But they, remember, they, they said remember how he said it. You know, I can tell you a lot of things, right? But it's not always what I say, it's how I say it that's going to cause you to listen or hear me. You know that in parenting. You know that if you're in a marriage. It's not what you say, but it's how you say it. The Bible says in Luke chapter 4, verse 32, that there was a certain characteristic about Jesus and how he spoke. The Bible says in verse 32 of Luke 4, and they were astonished, listen to this, at his doctrine, for his word was with power. Okay? So how did he speak? He spoke with power. I'm going to talk to you today about one word, and that word is power. You know, if there's anything that we need in the body of Christ today, is power. During this pandemic, we need power. We need to replace panic with power. And so today, all the power of God is made manifest in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He's all powerful. Power is an interesting word. It goes all the way back to the 15th century. It had to do with two things. Ability combined with capacity. See? Ability combined with capacity. Too much power and not enough capacity will cause a loss and not a gain. You have to have the capacity to maintain the power that you carry. And I believe we're in a stretching season right now. I believe not a stressing season, a stretching season. So God is enlarging our capacity why? So that we can carry more power in our purpose. Let me tell you, Resurrection Day is all about one word. It's all about power. And I've been praying God deliver us from being an anemic anemic church. We do not need to be anemic. We don't even need to be energetic. We need to be powerful. We do not need to be the generation that Paul wrote Timothy about. And he said there's a generation coming that has a form of godliness, but they lack the power thereof. And I've been praying, God, turn the power back on in our churches. Turn the power back on in our families. You know, we're in quarantine right now, so I'm praying that the power come back to your family. The power to love each other like a family ought to love each other. The power to be a unit. The power to be the first institution that is ordained by God. We need the power back in our life. And that's what this day is all about. We live in a generation, of course, that... Every movie you see is about some new superhero, Uh right? right. With superpowers. Uh And man, our Savior, how different was he? He surely wasn't wearing a cape. That's right. Uh He wasn't wearing a mask. As a matter of fact, he entered into Jerusalem humble, riding on the colt of a donkey. Uh He lived his life as a shepherd. Uh (laughs) Power in disguise? Watch this, John chapter 10, verse 17. Here's the Lord. Therefore, does my Father love me? This is Jesus speaking. Because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. No man takes my life from me. I've got too much power for that. No man takes my life. He said, I lay it down by myself. We usually stop reading right there, but you've got to keep reading. The next sentence says, I have power to lay it down. Watch this. And I have power to take it again. I like the Message Bible. It reads really cool. Listen to this. This is why the Father loves me, because I freely lay down my life. And so I am free to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own free will. And I have the right to lay it down. And I have the right... To take it up again. See I don't even carry power of my own. I've been given this authority. Power here in the Greek. Means delegated empowerment. And it literally means. The right or the privilege. Boy y'all need to hear me today. The power that Jesus had. Was a privilege that God gave him. Every privilege. Carries responsibility. So if you go down. You have a responsibility to come back up. Never over-exercise privilege and under-exercise responsibility yes, because the equilibrium of your spiritual life will always be out of culture. Yes. So we must carry responsibility yes. and privilege. That is power. 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 So Luke, the doctor, no one, no gospel writer talked about power more than Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me talk to you about power received. When does the Bible talk about Jesus walking in power? You're gonna find this interesting. Luke chapter 4 and verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. Re- remember what Luke told him? And the angels told him at the grave? Remember what he spoke when he was where? In Galilee. When was he in Galilee? He returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And fame went, the fame of him went throughout all the region. Don't miss this right here. Where was he coming from when he went into Galilee with all this power? He was coming from the wilderness. He was coming from a season of temptation. Watch this. He was coming from 40 days of quarantine. He was coming from isolation. He was by himself. And when he came out, he came out with power. Can I tell you, the church is going to return. And when we return, we're going to return with power. Power. Luke chapter 4 and verse 36 says that once you have this power that you've received, people begin to recognize it. Verse 36 says, and they were all amazed and spake among themselves saying, what kind of word is this? For with authority and power he commands unclean spirits and they come out. Come on, man. Yes, yes. man, let me tell you something. When you are walking in the power, uh-huh. you don't have to broadcast it. Come on, power speaks for itself. Amen. He goes on to say in chapter 5, now that the power has been recognized, the power is suddenly revealed. Luke chapter 5 verse 32, watch what he says. Jesus speaking, but that you may know. That the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man with palsy, I say unto you, rise and take up your bed and go where? To your house. You know where we are right now? In our house. I hope you didn't leave the power at church. I hope you didn't leave the power where God delivered you at when you were there. No, you are to carry the power with you to your house. The power revealed was in the house. I'm going to move quickly through this. Now we see power released. Power released. Paul says like this in Philippians chapter 3 to the church of Philippi in verse 10. Man, I feel the power right now. You know how you lose power? You lose power when you become disconnected. Right? The power is in the connection when you are plugged in. In this season, it's going to be so easy for so many people to become disconnected yeah. from the power source. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, get plugged back in. Yeah. Amen. Never lose your source of power. Stay plugged in. Yes. Amen. So Philippians chapter 3, Paul writes to the church at Philippi and he says, That I may know him, watch this now, in the power of his resurrection. There it is. And in the fellowship of his suffering. We talked about that Friday night. We talked about the suffering Friday night, but tonight is about power. Today is about power. Today is about resurrection. He said, I want to know him in the full power of his resurrection. What is resurrection? It means a strong swelling, rolling like a wave, a sudden rush that moves in. Man, have you ever felt that when the power of the Holy Ghost hit you? I talked to a 97-year-old woman this week. And I said to her, what is the most exciting day of your life? And she said, the day I received the baptism. Listen how she said it. The day I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. When she got the Holy Ghost, she made them words count. Well, the baptism of the Holy Ghost is when you receive power. The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 1, go tarry in Jerusalem until you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He says these words. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. power, And you shall receive power when? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Let me tell you something, folks. If You don't need to be running from the Holy Ghost right now. You need to be running to the Holy Spirit right now. Because power is received from the Holy Ghost. You receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So you know what I'm praying right now? The Holy Ghost come upon your house. The Holy Ghost come upon your spouse, yes, your yeah. children. The Holy Ghost yes. is in your living room Hallelujah. that you can feel and experience the power. I've learned something about the power of God. It's tangible. Yes, it is. You can feel the power of God. And that's why Paul said, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, he said, here's what needs to happen. Your eyes need to be open. He said, I'm praying that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened That you may know what is the hope of his calling. What the riches of his glory of his inheritance is in the saints. Now watch this. He said I'm praying for you. Verse 19. That you may, may know what the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe is. Yeah. Who does the power belong to? Us. Who believe. According to the working of his mighty power. Watch what he says, which he wrought in Christ. He started it in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him on heavenly places. Man, can I tell you the release of the power of God to us happened on resurrection day. He didn't take all power with him. He left it for you to enjoy. Uh He left it for it to inhabit your life. You have power today. You have enough power not to be depressed. You have enough power not to be despondent. You have enough power not to be discouraged. So I speak to you today. Enjoy the power that's in you. Resurrection means many things. One of my favorite meanings of the word resurrection is a coming back into use. You ought to throw your hands up and say, reuse me, Lord. Yeah, yeah. You are still usable. I don't care what they said. I don't care what you've gone through. You are still usable. And that's what power is all about. Power living in you makes you usable for purpose. Yes. Amen. That's good. Never forget that. You have a great purpose. And your purpose is accompanied by a great power. So today I'm believing God for a resurrection of purpose in your life. A resurgence of power. A refreshing of your life. Get ready to be reused by God. He says in Ephesians 3.21. 3.20 and 21. I'm going to read it all. Now unto him who is able to do. Exceeding abundantly above all. All you can ask or think, we usually stop right there, according to the power that works in us. He can do anything that above anything you can ask or think, but it's according not to your power, but according to the power that's at work in you. Glory to God. So God is about to bring you back into view. That's what resurrection means. To bring you back into view. It means to stand up again. Stand up again. And Christian, this is why he wrote Ephesians 6.10. Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You ought to shout right now, I can make a comeback. I can make a comeback. Why? Because of the power. lives in you where do you find that in scripture pastor Rick Romans 8 10 if Christ be in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is alive because of righteousness but if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you Uh he that raised up Christ from the dead listen shall also quicken your mortal bodies Uh not after you're dead he's talking about right Right. now quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit, his power that dwells in you. To quicken means to revitalize or make alive again. Some of you have been to hell and back and you survive it. Some of you have been so depressed that you've laid in a fetal position in the corner of your room crying your eyes out. But you're here today and you're still alive and you told the enemy and you need to tell him again, I've been down but I always get back up. You need to say with the prophet Micah, I've got power today. Yes. See, chapter 7 and verse 8 says of Micah, rejoice not against me, devil. Don't start throwing a party too soon. Uh-huh. Rejoice not against me, O oh, my enemy. Right. When I fall, I shall arise. Oh, not if I fall, and I'm going to tell all of you, yes. listen to me. It doesn't say if you fall, you all will right. come back. No, he says when yes. you fall. Yes, yes, yes. You shall arrive. When you sit in darkness, he will be a light to you. Somebody ought to throw a hand up and shout, I'm coming back. You are coming back because of the power that lives in you. What kind of power? Not just any power, but resurrection power. There's a resurgence in you. So I speak to you today that the power of resurrection is in your house. It's in your living room. It's in your life. This thing is about to turn, y'all. This pandemic is about to be over. Coronavirus, COVID-19 is about to be gone. And when it's gone, we're coming out of quarantine filled with a power we've never had before. I believe it in Jesus' name. We speak to you today, life, joy, happiness in Jesus' name. Be peaceful and be at peace. Receive the peace of God. Receive the power of God in your life. Pray with me right now. If you are away from the Lord, you should come back to him. You should give your life to Jesus. If you've never been born again, you, you should receive him as your Savior right now. You know, in this season we're in, people are looking for answers. There's a lot of answers being given. But there's only one real answer. And his name is Jesus. Jesus is the answer for this world today. Pray after me and say, Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I want to live for you the rest of my life in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, please let us know. We love you all so much and we say success to you and success to the kingdom of God.